Welcome back. Mix Nuts here. I'm Corey. And I'm Brenda. What we got on the agenda for tonight, babe? Well, tonight we have uh, a great party to uh, kind of walk you through and give some some uh, some details. Some details yeah. on. Yeah, we had a great weekend. Yeah, but first I wanted to kind of touch on something that's been on my mind. You know, there's been a couple of times where the lifestyle has come up on TV. And so I just wanted to talk about how we're normalizing the lifestyle or we're moving towards normalizing the lifestyle. Not us in general, but uh, the community, the community and, and, and the general public, I think is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. See, you're the brains behind it. I don't it. know if they're really like, if it's like really normalizing, but you you see it more and more, you see aspects of it more and more in pop culture and your TV shows, your movies. Yeah, it's so, like in the infancy stages yeah. of bringing it to to the public. Bringing it to, yeah, bringing it to light. Bringing it out of the shadows and into the light. Yes, so. yeah, yeah. So one of the things that, that really started it off for me was there's a show that you watch where one of the actors, Thomas Middlevich. Middlevich. Yes, thank I you. Hope pronounced that correctly yeah silicon valley used to be on hbo it's ended now but yeah yeah he did an article with playboy about him and his wife being swingers and what brought them to be in swingers and it was a really Mm. good really open really honest article and in it you know when when i saw it on the news because he did the he did the interview and then it was picked up by everybody and all the news channels were were commenting on it. Like it was a huge, it was a huge deal. Yeah, you know, a, a, a pretty well known actor coming out, you know, and and describing him and his wife's relationship and their challenges and, and activities. So. Yeah, I I I really I read the article and I really like spoke to me because it kind of was our story in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. He had. After they were married, he had told his wife, like, you know, the, this is what I want to do. I don't want to be in a traditional monogamous marriage. And well, he, I don't know if he's specifically said it that way, but I mean, I'm pretty no, sure. No, he, he's, he's quoted in saying, like, oh, okay. wow. yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I might have put a the in there where there wasn't. Yeah, I paraphrased. Yeah, okay. But that that is exactly pretty much how he said it. Okay. And to her credit, instead of saying, you know, fuck it, I'm out. I think that's exactly what he said. Uh, to her credit, instead of saying "fucking I'm out," she said, "Okay, let's let's give it a try." And that's kind of in a roundabout, a little bit longer, dragged out version of what we did. I mean, it took me twelve years to say, yeah. "Let's give it a try." But but essentially, that's you know that's what it was for us. And mm-hmm. and so that first paragraph kind of caught my eye and kept me reading because I was like, wow, it, it, so it wasn't just me because a lot of times you'll hear people say you shouldn't get into swinging to, to save your marriage. And he's, you know, while he says he got into that swinging, saved their marriage, that's not why they got into it. It just helped grow their marriage kind of. And, and I would say it's the same for us. Yeah. You get into place, you know, I'm not, you know, it probably doesn't apply to to the majority of people, but you get in a place where, you know, your life with someone becomes a little stagnant. You yeah. Know, you lose touch of talking to each other, you know, going out and doing things together. It just seems like 
it's, it, 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 especially in our situation, it seemed like I was doing one thing and you were doing another. You know, I was always off doing the baseball thing with the with the boys, and you were home with the younger son. Or at volleyball and soccer with the other two. Yeah, so it was just we kind of like like lost each other, and, and we did. We, we we do credit uh, this lifestyle with with bringing us closer, putting that focus back on us. Yeah. So it also helped that our kids are much older now. So <laughs> that, that that helped a lot too. So. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know we we do a lot more now yeah. nowadays together as both part of the lifestyle and and outside of lifestyle. Um, there's a a group that I follow on Twitter that um, too real for you, T O W for T W O. T-W-O. What did I say? T-O-W. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and they retweeted an article about um, like weeknight sucks and how it's really important. I think it was them. Okay, never mind. Disregard that. <laughs> Anyways, somebody I follow on Twitter um, uh, retweeted an article. And, you know, there was a time where we didn't have weeknight sucks. Like, whereas now that's, you know, a must. Oh, yeah. It's not only a must. I mean, it happens three, four times a week. So <laughs> I get very and, and, dick angry if I don't. Yeah. And I, I I think, at least for me, a lot of times we didn't have weekday sex is because, you know, you get home from work and it was like, for me, it was like straight to baseball. And then by the time baseball was over, I was tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so a, a, a combination of things happened when we got when we started doing things in the swinger lifestyle, one kids got older. Uh-huh. So baseball for me kind of went away because mm-hmm. I didn't need to be as involved, even though I have a younger son, you know, I don't need to be as involved in baseball because that's not his passion. Right. It was my other son's passion. Right. So that happened. And in addition, you know, we, I got all that extra time. So yes. like, I come home from work. I'm not really doing much. You know, I drop our younger son off to practice. Now I don't stay. Mm -hmm. And then I come home and I can do things and we can talk and, and, you know, and then set up some, some, some later sex (laughs) for when the young one either goes to sleep or he's upstairs doing his own thing. So yeah, yeah, I think that was a combination of things that, 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 that came together. Yeah. That, you know, allowed us to enjoy our lifestyle now. Right. So. Right. And and so I think his article, while it got a lot of backlash from the vanilla world, I think to us in the swinger lifestyle, it really hit home and made us, you know, realize that we're not alone in this. Like if if you're arguing, everybody argues about something, yeah. you know, um, and then hopefully also some of the vanilla people that are on the fence realize that, you know, this lifestyle if you're thinking about it, maybe it is something worth going for. Yeah. And I mean, like like we said on, on our previous podcast, I mean, we've argued. But a lot of that arguing was due to us trying to find our way. It is. In communicating with each other. Uh-huh. Because before all of this, you know, we didn't really know how to communicate with each other, you know, correctly. Right. So, I mean, and we still struggle with it. One thing that we did just real quick, not to get off on a tangent, but one thing we really, we did 
Uh, a couple of weeks ago was we called in a couple of couple friends that we are really close with yeah. and we had some things that were on our mind that we needed outside opinions on because I was stuck in my you stuck in your lane, I was stuck in my lane, and we didn't. And we budge. were not merging. Yeah. And uh, and so for both of us, what both of the couples had to say, like it really helped, really hit home, and it was really great feedback. And both of the couples knew how to talk to each of us. Yeah. Um, to where it really helped solve a lot of things. Yeah. So, anyway, well, I wouldn't say solve, but it it really, at least from my perspective, it it gave me a third party look at how I was approaching you Yes, with certain situations and how I would speak to you and things like that. So it gave me, you know, a, a different perspective that, um, that I, that I was lacking and it, and it wasn't so much that they gave me a different perspective. They, they talked to me, these, these, uh, these friends of ours, they talked to me in a language I could understand. Exactly. So, and your friends talk to you in a language you could understand. Exactly. So. Exactly. I'm very emotional and you're very analytical. Yeah. And they, the, the two couples are pretty much met with the same dynamic that we are. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they were able to break down the analytical and the emotional part of it to where we were like, okay, we see what we got to give and we got what we got to take. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um, that, that uh, Twitter that I was trying to mess up was. Too real, too, too for real for you. How do you know it? I don't. Yeah. So anyways, okay. I totally botched that one. Um, but another thing that made me want to bring up the normalizing the lifestyle was there's two shows that I watched that um, just came out recently. I think they're in their Well, the one show that I watch is in like its second season. I think it's SWAT. Um, and uh, it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We wonder why. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Shamar Moore being Whatever. the lead character. Whatever. Uh, but anyways, in watching the show, one of the characters, it's written into her storyline that she is part of a uh, poly relationship. A throuple. Yeah. And Trouble. she met a couple at a bar and um, in talking to them and, and moving along, uh, she ended up in a relationship with them and moving in. And it was interesting to see how they wove this into her character story Mm -hmm. because it's there just like the single guy storyline just like shamar moore's storyline just like the uh religious family man storyline you know it's not anything that's overpowering it's just her normal life and and it's also written in like a real life um Kind of, it you know it's not looked at like it's a disaster. It's not looked at it like it's all you know rainbows and unicorns. It's like real problems that you would come up with in a throuple. Yeah. Um, so that was really interesting, and it makes you wonder. Uh, I, I think you were saying before about you know are there Hollywood uh, writers that are in the lifestyle that are are coming up with these ideas? Well, of course there are. There they there are writers wow that was fucked up (laughs) (laughs) there are writers out there neither one of us are drinking but this is turning into a total disaster (laughs) yeah there are definitely writers out there that are either conscious of the lifestyle or active participants so you know they're definitely you know taking that to their show creators and seeing if they can get that content in there yeah in a in some kind of way so and it, it's working. 
I mean, not only that show, uh, we watch House Hunters a lot. Uh, we recently saw an episode where there was a throuple looking for a new home out of Denver. Yeah. And it was funny because we were going to sleep and yeah. we just kind of had it on for like that background noise until, you know, we're ready to turn the TV off. And yeah. Next thing you know. <laughs> but HGTV is known for doing stuff like that. You know, they'll do like, you know, gay men, gay women type of shows, house hunter type shows. Yeah. Where they show couples engaged in looking for properties and things like that. Yeah. But it's, you know, they're, they're a forward looking company also. The, yeah. And it, they, you know, they, they explain the background of how the, 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 the couple met the, the, I guess, unicorn woman and, and how they kind of decided to move in together and then yeah. how they decided they wanted to buy a house together. And, and it was a really positive, like, experience. Yeah, I tried to, like, after watching that episode, try to, like, talk Brenda into allowing for a third, you know, I was, you know, going the whole angle that they were showing in the show. Like, you know, it's a third income, you know, all that, you know, chores and housework and stuff. And, you know, she wasn't having it. Yeah, no, so. <laughs> I shot that down. No way. Hey, I tried. Not for us. Hey, it'll never happen if you don't ask, right? <laughs> yeah no it's not um but then also another thing where they just kind of hint on the lifestyle is the real housewives series on bravo oh yeah um yeah i mean i, I know you don't one. yeah i mean i watched the atlanta one but the other ones i don't yeah watch. you don't watch the other ones yeah. but um but like way way back i i just got to thinking recently way way back in like some of the beginning seasons of like real housewives i think it was Beverly Hills, um, or maybe it was Orange County, but there was a woman on there who uh, I think her husband was like a sports agent or something. Who was the woman? I can't remember. It was like oh. in the beginning okay. seasons. Um, and she she was redoing a room in her house in the basement in a dungeon theme. Or no, no, no. She actually had a dungeon in her basement, um, kind of like a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and they fi they filmed in there once, just kind of showing it. And all the other housewives were kind of like, oh my gosh, you know. You're such a freak. Exactly. <laughs> and then there was one time she had a party at her house. And I think it was like a lingerie, kind of like a naughty kink kind of party. Mm -hmm. Um and again, a lot of the housewives were, you know, like in shock and, oh my gosh, we can't be friends with her. But as the years have gone on, some of these other housewives are like talking about having threesomes with their husbands for like their husband's birthday or special occasions. Um, I'm sure threesomes come up a lot in marriages and in relationships in general, just because that's at least from a man's perspective, from my perspective. That is a man's fantasy. Two women. They don't have to play with each other, but we want two women to play with me, with us. You know what I'm saying? It would be so one. So greedy. No, not really. You know, not really. Just, you know, it's just, just one of those fantasies. And there are women out there that want more than one guy. So they want that, what's that, what they call it? Spit roast and that airtight action. Yeah, no. <laughs> way too much work. Which, by the way, I got confirmation this week. Uh, uh, one of our friends reached out to me via text and she was like, I am a lazy swinger also. So, like, 
I'm going to put that on a shirt somewhere or something like <laughs> member of the lazy swinger club. <laughs> Another thing that um, has lately that we watched was there's a show on WeTV called uh, Extreme Love. And we have some friends that were on it. Um, Tank and L's of Carnival Risque. Uh, they were featured on it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And looking for a uh, a living slut. I was going to say it's living slut, but a living <laughs> sub. You'd like one of those too. <laughs> yeah, they were looking for a living sub. So that that uh that was documented on the Extreme Love program. Yeah, and uh, the process pretty, that they went yeah, through. Yeah, the process, and it was pretty interesting. It was, and it was in a, and it was positive like i was kind of worried that maybe it was because i had never watched any of the extreme love yeah. shows um i think this was the second season but uh so i was really worried in in actually knowing tank and Owls, i was defensive and worried that the show would um you know uh paint the sub dom role in like a negative light or or make fun of them or make some kind of like cartoon character out of it yeah and it wasn't it was a really positive really um lack of better word great vibe that they were giving off um but i think that's the purpose of that show i think to, so too now and actually watching it's to, it is to show different interests in a positive light so yeah, yeah. that it was a really good really good episode and and i think um you know they're pushing to try and uh maybe get their own tv show or or make other appearances on other shows so through them that's you know trying to normalize the kink part of the lifestyle yeah so i just i think they got a lot of interest walking around downtown orlando i know right (laughs) like i before i got in the lifestyle if i would have saw them i would have been like what the hell um (laughs) But you would have thought they was crazy. I I would have. It's too damn hot to be wearing that. That is true. (laughs) Like, yes. Like, who wears that in downtown Orlando in the middle of summer? But anyways. Yeah. um, But yeah, that but in knowing them, it just goes to show, you know, like they're such great people. Uh, So I think if we could get people to see that there are real people, actual people in the lifestyle, your, your doctors, your lawyers, your, your police officers, your firemen, your nurses, your, your you pastors, know, your pastors. <laughs> that one always gets me. I love that one. Um, you know, uh, civic leaders, like there are Lord knows there's it guys galore. Like if you have a problem with your computer, I suggest you bring it to a party and just leave it out in the car and find out who is the it guy there because the longer we're in this lifestyle the more it guys we find we're not at these parties to work listen so (laughs) if you want if you want some vagina your your computer's gonna stay in the car if you want some vagina set up in a house call later (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) well i get paid in blue jobs shut shut up whatever how you're so ridiculous But yeah, so that's that's really uh, that's really all I wanted to touch on. I was just I was excited in seeing it seeing SWAT the other day, um, or no, yeah, and SWAT the other day talk about it. So yeah, um, I just we you can't know. forget about the CNN special with Lisa Lane. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah, so talk about that. Well, what was it? Not last year, but the year before last at Naughty in New Orleans. Yeah, um, Lisa Ling was filming a documentary and. 
you know, it was our first time at a lifestyle event. So we're checking in and they're, you know, if you want to be part of this documentary that's going to be filmed, wear this yellow wristband. And, you know, I'm, again, first event, we have no idea how big Nadia New Orleans is. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking it's like some B-list documentary college credit film or something. And uh, so we're like, yeah, sure. Nobody's ever going to see this. <laughs> Man, how far have we come? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but but then we're walking down the Bourbon Street for the, the kickoff parade. And who do we see but Lisa Ling on the side of the the the, the road. On the yeah. yeah, on the sidewalk with her film crew. And I was like, holy shit, Corey, take that yellow band off now. That's Lisa Ling and she's on CNN. <laughs> um, but but in watching, like, what do you think about that documentary? I thought they did a good job. Um, again, they, they painted the Swinger lifestyle in a positive light. They talked about Naughty in New Orleans. It's, it's heritage. It's it's history. They had some great lifestyle representatives. Yeah. Um, John and Jackie of Open Love 101. Tara and James of Sex Uninterrupted. Um, and there was a couple others that were that, you know, talked about why they got into lifestyle and and what the lifestyle has done for them. And 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 Lisa Ling did a great job of of asking important questions. Yeah. Um, and she was adventurous enough to to venture into the playroom. Yeah. And while, yes, you know, sex with other people is a part of the lifestyle. It's not the lifestyle. It's just, you know, living your life, being open and free and living life to the fullest. I mean, for some people, it is just what they want out of the lifestyle. Some people. Yeah. But, but that's but, not in general what the lifestyle is about. Yeah, no. And it's I, about building relationships with people. And if you guys decide to go fuck each other, hey, <laughs> it's all open. It's all consent. So. Yeah. And, and it's right there. You know, one thing about normalizing the lifestyle and, and getting it out there and what people need to understand is like with the, the Silicon Valley actor, you know, and all the backlash, you know, those, those people that are, that are doing the backlash and talking horrible and, oh my God, I can't believe this. You know, are those the people who are also cheating on their spouses? Um, or being cheated on. Exactly. You know, with us. That's completely cut out. You know, I'm not to, not to say that in, in the lifestyle, I'm sure there's some kind of shady crap that goes on, but it is, I would think it would be more reduced. Yeah, there, there's really no need for it. There isn't. There's no need for you to be that, you know, de- deceptive in, in trying to go play with somebody because all you have to do is let your spouse or significant other or partner know what you want out of it. Yeah. You know, so... You already have that open communication. You're already doing this thing. Mm -hmm. So there's no need to like, you know, step behind the back. Ruin a good thing. Yeah. So I put our relationship up against anybody's not in the lifestyle. And I, I almost guarantee we would come out stronger. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I just, um, it, it, it boggles my mind that, you know, people still, that people are so judgmental of other people's lifestyle. And, um, yeah, that's all I'm saying on that. So, <laughs> but in building the relationships, like you had said, uh, you know, that kind of segues into our amazing night in the big apple. Uh, yeah, yeah. We took a, uh, <laughs> we 
Last minute flight up to New York City. Well, so how how did it become about the party? How did we come about the party? How do we know about it? Through oh, a friend. Well, yeah, we we well we met a couple in uh in New Orleans. We actually met them at the first splash takeover that we went to. A couple years ago. A couple years ago. But we actually got engaged with them when we met them at Naughty. Not engaged with them. What do you mean engaged with them? Communicated. Like we're not getting married or anything before. That's of what us. I mean by okay. engaged. All right. <laughs> so, you know, we had we had a fun time with them in Naughty and he 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 and she was always talking about the parties that they throw up in NYC. You know, I just threw out there off, you know, random that hey, you know, maybe we'll come up there one time and, and hang out with you guys. Uh-huh. And little did I know that, you know, he was gonna be hitting me up, like, hey, we got this party going. <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. he he was serious about getting us up there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, long story short, last minute flight up to NYC for a, you know, a party. All our friends were like, you're flying to New York City just to go to a party? Yeah, there was a lot of people who were, there was a lot of stuff going on this weekend in Florida. And yeah. are you going to this? Are you going to that? No, we're flying to, we're, we're flying to New, to New York. What's going on in New York? A party. Yep. So we had a great time. Landed in New York probably about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yep. Got down to what, Manhattan. You know, we checked in. Luckily, our hotel receptionist let us check in early. We checked in at like 10, 1030. Yeah. Normally check in is not till three. Yeah. Otherwise we'd have been, you know, we packed light. So we just had some, some, some backpacks, but we would have had to carry our backpack, book, back, backpacks. <laughs> Obviously we're still recuperating, blah, 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 blah. recuperating from our night in New York. Yeah. We would have had to carry our backpacks, you know, until we could check in at three, but you know, she was gracious enough, you know, my looks, your personality yes. goes a long way. Yeah, that's that's what got us in the door. We're going to start using that to our advantage more often. The one-two punch. Yeah. So we spent the day, you know, doing the touristy stuff, you know, walked Times Square. We weren't too far from Times Square. This time, you know, we weren't on Wall Street trying to walk to Times Square. Which is funny because when we told the receptionist the story. So so we went to New York about eight years ago with our family. How are we doing on time? Good. Okay. Because I can ramble on. Um, we went to about eight years ago with our family doing tourist stuff so we have four kids the youngest of which was five uh hauling through Times square and so going there was a lot more difficult back then than it was this year needless to say it was a lot less stressful yes and we got to enjoy each other walking around Times square taking pics yeah people watching yes people watching is is, is amazing i'm surprised that we didn't see any squirrels this time uh, no, the last time we saw him, it was down at that park down on Wall Street. That's the only where place we saw him. Yeah, we did go to Bryant Park while we were there, which is actually really nice. It is. So. Yeah. The only thing I was missing, I, I didn't see anybody outside playing chess. That's what I was expecting to see at ping pong table out there. But you want to hear about the juicy stuff. So we went to this party. We we went to New York just for this party. Yeah, we've we've like you said, we flew in at 930. Yeah. The party started at 930 at night. Uh, well, nine. Well, the way they have it set up is it's a hotel party. They they rent out a big suite at this at this spot, and from nine to like ten thirty eleven o'clock is your social. So everybody meets down in the hotel's uh, restaurant area, bar area, nice little social and everything, and then from there you move up to the suite. Shit goes down, but 
Yeah, I really like the way that they had it set up because the the meet and greet portion of it was it was a really good way to break the ice and you know talk introduce yourself to couples and kind of get over that awkward moment yeah and especially with us not really knowing a lot of people there now come to find out we actually knew another couple we knew several people that were there well we knew the host couple yeah and then we knew a couple that we met from Secrets. <laughs> right. We completely forgot that they were up in New York. Not knew nothing about Great them. Great looking couple. Amazing. So, yeah. Who else? Uh, the the single guy that we met at Mocha. Or we didn't meet him at Mocha, but we saw him at Mocha. Yeah, we saw him at Mocha. Um, yeah, he was, uh, he had a unicorn there at Mocha that he had some control over. Yeah. So, that was an interesting story on, on how that occurred i know right and the whole thing was it literally occurred right next to us right at mocha next to us and so, so when he, he was talking about it we were like that was you that was you yeah, yeah. um but then also there was another guy there that we met at new or- in new orleans two years ago yeah and his wife was in california at the time yep. yeah so again i always say how small this lifestyle world is yeah um but back to the couple from uh from secrets yeah they walked in and he said hi to you and as he was saying hi to everybody he said i'm gonna blow your mind with where we know you from yeah and as he said that i'm like okay i'm going back in the back of my head and i see his girl and i'm like oh shit i know you were (laughs) like do we do you recognize them and i didn't recognize him which i don't understand because he's very attractive but as soon as i saw her i was like did he have hair at the time no, he didn't, but he, didn't. he was in, I, you know, I mean, he was in like summer swimwear attire, okay. you know, and, and I don't know why I was thinking he had a fade when we first met him. I don't think he did. Okay. <laughs> but, but she was very attractive and I remembered her immediately when I saw her because, uh, yeah. during the room crawl, you and one of our other friends yeah, were we like were, glued behind her. her. Yes. We were on her. <laughs> and, uh, so, so luckily we made a good first impression at secrets because, um, it was good hanging out with them. And then from, from in hanging out and catching up with them and kind of, you know, bullshitting with them, they introduced us to another couple that they're good friends with. Yeah. Um, uh, and then once we got up to the room, the the two couples introduced us to another couple that they're good friends with. So um, again, I can't stress enough when you come across a group, you got to stop thinking of it as a click and just think of it as a group of friends. Because if I would have thought, listen, these people are beautiful and they're fun and they're funny. And (laughs) so, so before, before you go on, like, we had no idea who was on this guest list for this party oh, that, that we yeah, that's flew right. all the way to New York to attend, right? <laughs> Everybody thought we were crazy. Like, you don't even have a guest list? This isn't that. So we get to the meet and greet probably 9.15, Yeah. We wanted to get there early enough to. Yeah. And there's already good looking couples there. We were like, oh, shit. They're here too? Oh, them too? What? Oh, my. Oh, shit. Wow. So. Props and kudos to what's their profile name? So the couple that puts it on, their profile name on SDC and SLS is 646CPL4FUN. So the numbers 646, the letters CPL, the number four, FUN. Yeah. Um, And then their group name, both on SLS and SDC, 
is everyday people. And I got to tell you, it was just, I, I can't tell you how many times I would, I would tell somebody, this is such a fun group. And they would say, that's why it's named everyday people. Cause that's who we are. I was, uh, I was impressed. I was, <laughs> I was, I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. I, well, so back to these women, like, like these people are, were so attractive and just so fun that I think had we not been like forced into this, like we didn't know anybody, I probably would have avoided them just out of um, intimidation, like yeah. not them doing anything to me, but just me psyching myself out. Yeah. So you really have to just go up and introduce yourself to people because listen, we had the best night. Well, so the host, the host and I have talked a lot about um, me being picky and some of the frustrations that I have with, you know, couples that don't play or, or something like that. And yeah. so he kind of knows who about me and who I am and mm -hmm. what I want. So he kept telling me like, trust me, trust me, trust me. And I'm like, listen, we have trust no guest list. Yeah. I will never doubt him again. <laughs> never. Um, yeah. It was, it was a great, it was a great group of people. I mean, I, I don't even think that. Yeah. I mean, everybody was doable. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Like, I played more at this party than I have ever played at any party. I played more at this party than I've played in a weekend. Like, yeah. uh, so they start taking people up slowly to the rooms, you know, as to not, you know, all of a sudden. Make it obvious. <laughs> yeah. Although we did when we were down in the bar, one of the, uh, the people working there were like, who are all these people? How do you guys know each other? And I almost was like, because, you know, I'm so forward and open i was almost like yeah we're all swingers we're about to go upstairs and fuck each other and, oh my god <laughs> but I, but yeah. i held myself back because i was like wait 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 wait, this is not my event do not get us <laughs> kicked out of this event because listen <laughs> i am definitely we're going back to that uh oh yeah definitely definitely but so uh they take everybody up slowly but surely into the into the suite and um once everybody gets there they kind of go over the hi i'm so and so this is our group we're a group of friends. We're a group of new people. Here are the expectations. Yeah. Here are the the rules. You know, there's single guys here. Single guys be respectful of couples and unicorns. There's unicorns here. Everybody be respectful of the unicorns. And there were All a right. few a few new couples there. Yeah. One was one of the ladies was really hot, but she was new, so she just like kind of took it all in, and they didn't really play. I don't think they played at all. No, I think they left before the, the actual real playing. No, they, they were they were there for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, they were the, the one the redhead. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. They were there for a while. She even got undressed. She didn't take her her panties off, but she like got undressed and showed. Those I nice must tits. have been playing. Yeah, you were playing <laughs> and showed those nice tits off, and uh, she was cute. But yeah, they didn't they didn't play. They just kind of just kind of took it all in, and and the host said that they were new and and everything. So he just wanted them to come and see see what it was all about. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, they got a, a positive experience out of it. So and, and we'll attend future events. Yeah. So. Uh, the the suite was really nice. And the view outside, it had a terrace. Um, yeah, a terrace. And you got a great view of the Empire State Building. Yeah, yeah it was. It was awesome. It was. Uh, I, I wanted to play on it. But Unfortunately, it was cold. So <laughs> you could have sucked it up and just put the tip in. We could have like took a picture and well, we'll do it next time. OK. Yeah. But. So, you know, we had kind of set the expectations before we got there of like, what was, what, what our expectations of each other were. So yeah. I didn't want you to leave me 
at first until I started to feel comfortable because we didn't know anybody. But literally the minute we got up there, I'm like, you're cool to go because I'm I'm good. I can't explain to you why I was so comfortable, but I probably was more comfortable at this party than I've ever been. Really? I think so. Even the parties here? Uh, okay, not not necessarily the parties here, but I think not necessarily the parties here, but there was just a different vibe there. Like there was it was vibe. it was all people that wanted to play and wanted to play right away. Yeah. And it's, even the white guys were attractive. Yeah. And they played. I mean, first of all, okay, <laughs> I'm attracted to white guys, so don't say that. There's a lot of white guys that I want to play with. Yeah. Um but but yeah, like everybody everybody wanted to play. There was yeah. no there was no like the first woman that I played with, I had seen them before. But we didn't meet them. We seen them on the Bliss Cruise. Oh, did we? Yeah, they were on the Bliss Cruise. You know what? I know because I was thinking, okay, I do remember them on the Bliss Cruise because I would have played with them. And I was thinking, you know, that when I first saw him down in the meet and greet, I was thinking, okay, older gentleman, his wife, all these black guys. I was thinking the obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't play. Right. No, his ass was playing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which shocked the hell out of me. I was like, okay. This really, this, uh, this really wasn't a BBC party. This was a, this was a, a hotel party. This was a party where all participants played. Yeah. So, which yeah. Was, which was great. It was. I, I think it was just a different vibe. It was a small group and it was, and, and again, there were a lot of people that we, there were not a lot. There was well, people. There were what? 16? 18 couples on the guest list yeah probably three or four single guys and three or four single women i think they were all counted as part of the guest list oh okay so it it wasn't a lot of people um no it was a lot of people (laughs) it was a lot of people you figure it was probably it, it there were at least 40 people at one point yeah but there were some that left right away like before the plane started yeah yeah okay so, but I mean, I, I can't, I can't explain to you why I felt so comfortable, but I, I was really, I was really comfortable. That's uh, good. I uh, wanted you to be comfortable. Like the, like there was one guy that we were talking to about soccer right away. And I told you, I was like, you can go, I'm going to stay and talk to him. Yeah, and you, you played before I did. You started playing before I, I did. I know. And that's never that I, I try, I, I really don't ever play before you. I just I like to make sure you're you're playing and you're good and you don't need any help and before I start playing. Yeah. Um and and yeah, one of the sing- the single guy that we met that we saw at Mocha, mm-hmm. me and him started talking and he was he he very respectful and he was like I I really find you attractive and would like to play with you and I'm like sure okay and he's like um I'd like to play now and I was like oh oh okay sure let's go. <laughs> so um yeah, I, but I think you know what? I think it was that awkward period at the meet and greet or that period at the meet and greet knocked the awkwardness out of everything yeah, yeah definitely um to where yeah i went and played with him uh and then I, look i can't even count how many like i it i was i felt bad because hey, there was, we, we both had a good time um i had a great time playing with our reacquaintance friends from new york they were so much fun yeah his his lady is very sexy it's i ridiculous. think there was a couple of times where i was like i I felt bad because there was a couple times where I told guys I need to take a break. Um, uh, just let me get a drink and I'll be right back. And like halfway to the kitchen, the 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 reacquaintance couple, the the guy would grab me and be like, "Come on, let's go play." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, 
<laughs> so yeah, I think I played with him two or three times. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And they were, and they were a lot of fun. And then the couples that they introduced us to, I played with one of their um, guys. Yeah. And the, the I other with her and she, she enjoyed a good pounding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they came and told me that they enjoyed a good pounding. <laughs> there was a couple of women. In fact, the reacquaintance couple, she said, your man's got a great dick and, and I appreciate getting a great dick. And I was like, well, your man has a great dick too. So let's stay in touch. <laughs> this is going to be a great friendship. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then an, another couple of their friends, um, the, the tall white couple. Yeah. I, 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 I really didn't interact with the the man much. He was, you know, off doing his own thing. Um, but then towards the end of the night, you know, I started talking to him, but um, I think they, they left before I had a chance to to play with him. Yeah, she was out of commission. I think she was on her uh, monthly cycle. Oh, but okay. Yeah, from I mean, other than that, she was she was a fluffer, and she was she was, she was so much she fun. Was, she was a beast. She was she was a beast as a fluffer. Oh, was she? Yeah, yeah. Did she fluff you? All the put all the pussy. Yeah. Oh, did you see all the pussy she was eating. No, I didn't. Oh my goodness. Listen, I tell you, I did not observe anything because I played so damn much. So much pussy. It was ridiculous. I was like, damn, this was, this was, this was real right here, man. It was, uh, look, this party was organized in a way that I just, it, it wasn't a big, like public service announcement. We're having this party. Everybody come. It was a selected group of yeah, people curated group of people yeah. that had very vetted couples single guys and unicorns on it yeah. and um there's a core group of friends and that core group of friends uh expanded to some other people um and and it was a really well-oiled machine there was one couple that i wanted to play with uh i didn't really get a feel for how i could approach them I seen their profile on SDC a couple times, but towards the end of the night, I started talking to the husband and we just started talking and vibing. And so hopefully, you know, I will, we'll, I'm pretty sure we'll see him again, uh-huh. but this was our first time actually seeing them. Uh-huh. Like, like I said, we've, at least I've seen their profile on SDC plenty of times for like events and stuff that they go, that they go to. Cause oh. he says that they travel often cause he's Did a you friend request him? No, I haven't oh. requested him yet, but you know I will. And then, um, so yeah, his wife is sexy. I don't know if he plays with other people, but yeah, I don't know because I didn't see him playing with anybody other than his wife. So I don't know, but yeah, she was sexy. Yeah, it was the uh, the pilot, and I was playing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, like like Corey, you don't. I don't even think you understand how much fun I had at this party. No, I understand how much fun you had at this party. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, I mean, this is going to sound so bad, but like I literally hopped off one dick and took a shower and hopped on another. Like I've never played this much. Hey, you, you, when you, when you when you feel comfortable like that with the people around you, then, you know, good things can happen. And they, and it, like they didn't, most of them, the majority of them didn't know us, but they were just so friendly and so welcoming. Well, and we were new meat. So that, like, yeah, we got to be friendly so we can get that ass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That my ass was a hit. In fact, um, uh, the, the one that was the fluffer, 
I think she was a photographer. I heard her telling somebody because yeah. she was like, you have got to take a picture with your ass with the Empire State Building in the background. Did so, you post that pic yet? No, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. No, I will. I'll put it on our SDC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, and so we went outside and she was taking pictures and there, there was another lady that was out and she was like, oh my God, this ass is amazing. So yes, um, my ass and your dick were the, the hit of the party. Hey, we make a, uh, a beautiful couple. We made yeah. some connections for, well, I don't know about you. I made some connections for Mocha this year. What kind of connections did you make? There's two guys that are going to be there that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I thought you were talking about some other kind of connections or something. Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Purely selfish yeah. connections. <laughs> um, and then. There's only two guys that, that were there that are going to be there? I'm pretty sure there are going to be more. There was only two that I talked to that okay. were going to be there. Um, and then I know the host couple is trying to recruit more people to come to Naughty in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, and we, we were talking about that a while. Um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was just such a great group. So what else, babe? Um, you know, I, nothing. I just, it was a, it was a really, really, really good group of people. Yeah. We had a great time. The sex was amazing. The party was organized really well. You know, one thing I will say about the the host, um, he sent out a text like maybe a week before that said, you know, it had everybody, everybody's profile names for you to look at, you know, what was all expected and everything. Yeah. And then at the bottom of it, he, he said, you know, if you are experiencing any flu-like symptoms, call and we will gladly see you at the next party. Yeah. That whole coronavirus thing. It's a... Uh... I mean, while it's, you know, definitely a, a serious thing, it's, you know, especially when people are in such close proximity and doing the things that we do and yeah, you got to take it seriously. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. But they also requested a heck of a lot of towels and a heck of a lot of hand sanitizer and, um, so, and soap yeah. and, and, and. I don't know about everybody else, but every time he saw me getting out of the shower, he was like, thank you for taking a shower. So I don't know, maybe if he was just saying that because I was playing so much, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Oh, you know, what's funny. There was one lady, I was taking a shower at the end of the night and there was one lady and she was like, I'm sorry, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. Can I pee while you're showering? And I was like, yeah, that's, that's what we do in Florida. Uh, yeah. So she's like, thank you for leaving the door open. I'm like, uh, we all got to pee. So, <laughs> so I introduced myself to her while, while yeah. she was on the toilet and we became great friends. Uh, I think they're going to Nadia in New Orleans. Yes, they are. They're going to Nadia in New Orleans. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I would say great party. I had a, an amazing time. I didn't play with everyone I wanted to play with, but I played with the vast majority of ladies that were available. I think I left one on the table Yeah, that I really felt bad because I told him I was going to be right back. And then, well, he was playing when you came back. So, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. No, the other guy grabbed me first and then I started playing with him. And then when I was done, he was playing. So, ah, okay. okay. So yeah, there was a, there was a, Hey, it happens. Yeah. It, happens. it was just such a great party. It was. So, uh, we talked to the, the host couple and, you know, if you want to experience this kind of party and you're in the New York area, or even if you're not in the New York area, because as you can see, we are not, um, again, they're, yeah, uh, we literally flew in Saturday morning and flew out Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Yeah. So. Because we had to get back 
because we had baseball Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So um, the group is everyday people on SDC and SLS. Seriously, guys, look this group up because this party is top notch. And I mean, it can only grow and get better. Yeah. Uh, we were talking to the host today about like some of the upcoming dates because we definitely are going to put this in our rotation. Um, like this, this, this was a great hotel party. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then um, the couple's profile name is uh, 646 CUPL for fun on both SDC and SLS. 646 couple for fun. Yeah. So that's all I have. I, I mean, I'm still recuperating. I played so much. My vagina hurts. It still hurts? Uh, it's feeling better today. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, like I'm telling you, I've never played that much before. I'm glad you had a great time, babe. I mean, I I kept I kept having to check in on you because I didn't want to overstep my boundaries because I I didn't know how you'd feel with me playing so much. Maybe that's what we're there for. I know, I keep trying but to tell you that I I know I <laughs> I'm I really just I really just felt comfortable. Yeah, like, just enjoy yourself. This group of people. You know what you like. You know what you don't like. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So enjoy yourself. And I needed this party because I was kind of feeling. I mean, you and me had talked lightly about, I just kind of was feeling lost and I didn't know where my place in the lifestyle was. Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm not, I'm not a hot wife. I'm more of a lukewarm wife. You know, I'm completely satisfied with you at home and, you know, the rest is icing on the cake, but I don't, I can take it or leave it. But a lot of times I just, I don't know where my place is. Yeah. And so I kind of went wild at this party. Okay. Because my place was there. <laughs> you found your place. I found my place. <laughs> yes. So, so, uh, I know he was going to link, uh, our podcast on, on their profile. So for all of the people up there, listen, we had so much fun with you guys and we cannot wait to get back up there. Yeah. And if you're ever in Florida, look us up. Central Florida. Central Florida. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Central Florida. <laughs> Gotta say Central Florida. They'll be going to Miami. Hey, we thought you guys were in Miami. No, we're nope. in Central Florida. Nope, nope. Orlando, Tampa. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. Jacksonville, Daytona. You know, so, yeah. Preferably just Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, with that said, we are going to bring this episode to an end. But before we do that, we want to thank all of our listeners. Um, if you have any feedback, any questions that you might have of us, you know, feel free to submit them. Um, our website is mixnuts.com, two X's, two Z's. All of our podcast information can be found there. Um, if you're subscribed on Apple or Google or any of the other podcast sites, uh, once again, thank you for listening and we appreciate you. So you got anything you want to say, babe? Follow us on Twitter, mixnuts, two X's, two Z's. Yep. Instagram. Mix nuts 19, two X's, two Z's. Yeah. So all that information, like I said, it's, it's on our website, mixnuts.com. So if you're going to Naughty, check us out. You can book through there. Yep. We'll yeah. be doing uh, some information on how to get ready for Naughty in New Orleans. Yeah. Coming up, because I could talk about Naughty all night. You sure can. And I'm not going to let you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So once again, thanks for listening. We are the Mixed Nuts. We appreciate you guys. Peace.